Hello, everyone. Welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Subhash Kari, the Chief Innovation Officer at InfoCEPS, overseeing our global practices and delivery organization. InfoCEPS is a US-based global data and AI solutions firm. Our mission is to bridge the gap between the worlds of business and analytics to help organizations make better decisions faster and with more confidence. We have partnered with the Chief Data Officer Magazine on a series of interviews to bring pragmatic, evidence-based insights to business and technology leadership to advance their insights-driven journey. Today, I have with me Ms. Anna Hanem, Vice President, Data and AI Risk at Scotia Bank. Anna, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Subhash, thank you so much for uh, having me and as well for that introduction. Uh, to elaborate a little bit more on my experience, as you've pointed out, I've got close to 20 years of experience in not only data and analytics, but as well as program and project management, uh, mergers and acquisitions, uh, credit cards, the technology, uh, just to name a few. I did start from branch banking, so I started in customer service and then progressively had more senior roles. So I really from, uh, understand that customer journey, the impact uh, that, that we do at head office, and sometimes when we're a little bit more disconnected uh, in the back end uh, from the first line of business and then our customer and how all that works together. And so my current role, which is now even to be, to be quite frank, a little bit more disconnected. It's a second line uh, role. Uh, it oversees what first line does from a data and analytics perspective, but it because of my previous experience, educational experience, I feel it nicely uh, marries up all of that uh, into the current role that, I, that I'm overseeing. Uh, and it really enables me to view things not only from a data perspective, which is usually cost center, and then an analytics perspective, you know, the revenue drivers, but also then the full impact that it may have on our customer, which really at the end of the day, from a financial institution is our more most valued asset and, and the reason that we exist. Yeah. Thank you, Anna. Um, and Anna, when you are not managing uh, data and your risk in your bank, what are you passionate about? I'm passionate uh, about my family. I'm a mother of five and uh, we have a very busy household. Uh, we love to travel as well. So every year we've got bucket list item, air, you know, places to go to. With COVID, we've got some catching up to do. So uh, that's what uh, you know, keeps me going. That's that uh, goal every time to look forward to for the next time. And uh, uh, from a more professional and personal side, I'm also very passionate about uh, people development and, and talent, especially coaching uh, and development, but uh, developing talent when it pertains to women in leadership, uh, young people. So often people, young people reach out to me via LinkedIn uh, to ask for advice or guidance, et cetera. And I strive to really always give them that chance and, and you know, that airtime, because I, I remember those days, well, already a while back ago when, you know, you're knocking in doors and not, don't get an opportunity just to even talk to somebody. Uh, and then as well as, as uh, immigrants as well. Those are some of the groups that I really much focus on. I myself am an immigrant and I came to Canada with my parents when we were young. And I remember the hardships that uh, they had in terms of getting new careers in a new country and just to be given that chance. And so those are sort of my passions and areas that I really focus in on both professionally and personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm an immigrant as well. I think, you know, naturalized citizen in, in the US. So I certainly appreciate uh, you know that, that perspective. 
Uh, I really admire the contributions, uh, Anna, that you are having in terms of developing and supporting diverse talent, uh, especially women, freshers, immigrants. Uh, given that we are on the topic of data analytics, uh, what I found out is like, you know, that uh, diverse teams are 36% uh, more likely uh, to deliver success than teams that are not diverse, right? This is something that I just learned uh, earlier today. I think like, you know, coincidentally, we launched our own diversity, you know, and inclusion sort of initiative in the firm. But more importantly, I think like, you know, I believe like customers want to do business with companies uh, they can relate to uh, personally, uh, which requires uh, a diverse staff, right? So this is something that I would like to explore a little bit later in the context of some of the work that you have done uh, at the bank. So Anna, I think um, moving on to the first question, um, you know, you have had phenomenal experiences in data analytics from delivering projects and building business cases for emerging needs uh, to establish new capabilities around customer data management and related advocacy. You also have a degree in behavioral sciences and an MBA. Talk to us about your journey towards becoming a data analytics business leader. Happy to. Uh, I think like many folks, uh, especially in this day and age, uh, where sometimes things happen just by circumstance and when opportunity presents itself, it's whether you take that opportunity or not. And I'm very much a person who likes new challenges and things that haven't yet been fully established. I thrive in that space. I get drawn to that space. And so, as you've pointed out, I had a, my background is in sciences. Um, that was originally where I wanted to pursue a career, which was in the medical side. Um, life took a, a couple of twists and turns. And instead, I ended up in business which was in hindsight, you know, I'm really happy that that happened because I really am in a, in a space that I love. And I think that it's a space that I'm contributing to and, and also learning about and developing in. Um, and at the same time, bridging, to be honest with you, some of the, the, the learnings that I had from a science perspective in what I do now. Uh, this was especially true when I held the data ethics role uh, and now as well in AI, uh, data and AI risk, you know, human behavior plays into all of that and just into our day-to-day -day interactions. Uh, I then pursued, as you mentioned, an MBA, just to have a better understanding of you know, the essentials and basics of business, and then progressed through project management, which is really where some of, a lot of my soft skills uh, were developed in terms of negotiation, stakeholder management, relationship management, execution, delivery, change management. That translates across industries, that translates across functions. Uh, and has helped me, I feel, to be successful, progressively successful. One of those projects, as I mentioned, uh, was then in data management and data governance. And that's how about 10 years ago, I then went onto a different path. And that path at that point in time was still very much uncharted when it came to female females. It was mostly a male-dominated uh, industry. And I took that as an opportunity to, as you pointed out, with diversity and, and talent and experience, right, to then be to get into that space and then showcase the work that I could do, get more into the technology space as well. Time passed. Uh, the other side of it that I, I knew that I needed to know was not only the cost center, so which usually data is, but also the revenue side. And so I went into analytics, did a couple of years of that. Uh, and those kind of experiences then provided me an opportunity to accept the role that uh, about two years ago on the data ethics team. And that was a new function. Uh, it's not in health sciences, in health, uh, in medicine, that's been you know, an existent function for, for quite a bit of time. But in business, it's a relatively new concept. And so I got the opportunity to work on a foundation and set building blocks of what that would look like at Scotiabank. 
And as you've already mentioned, uh, we were able to mature it and oper operationalize it into an award-winning program. Uh, and it's not just a program. So it's not something that's once and done and, and it's done. It's growing and evolving and, and, and becoming part of the cultural fabric of the organization. And mm -hmm. all of those experiences that I previously had really, I think, helped to be able to look at data ethics from all different angles, uh, from data side, from AI and analytics side, uh, because most people are looking at it from just an irresponsible AI side, but Scotiabank, we were looking at it holistically, how data in general, from a customer perspective, we use that data, whether it is for general purpose use cases, all the way up to uh, AI use cases. And then about uh, three months ago, the opportunity came for me to uh, segue into a new area, which combined uh, even more data analytics, AI, and now become in the risk function, uh, which I'm very excited about this new role. As you also know, risk is a big part of the way a bank does business. So I'm very excited to be part of this team and, and to be able to provide a different lens and perspective uh, in this new role. Awesome thought uh, to end, Anna. Thank you for joining me today. Please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you. Thank you so much, Subhash.